Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm Victoria Chancha. Join me as we chat with young Italian wine people shaking up the wine scene. We're going to geek out on a grape or grape fam, then hear about all the wild wine things our guests have been up to, from vineyard experiments to their favorite wine bars. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Next Generation. I hope you're feeling well. If not, then you're about to be because we have... Some wonderful things coming up on today's episode. First, we're going to dive into a very fun grape, right from the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 book. Then, we are going to have a wonderful interview with Lorenzo Lupia, a very snazzy guy from Piemonte, just like Arnes. Oh, I told you. We're, we're going to talk about, shoot, gave it away, the grape, now you know. So, let's dive into it. So, Arnes is a white grape varietal from Piedmont. Uh, so you probably put that together if you didn't know already. And its name is referenced to the specific area of Renesio di Canale, but the name might also relate to the word for little rascal in Piemontese dialect because of Arnese's poor yields and difficult vineyard characteristics. So Arnese is a bit of a bad boy. And it actually was almost extinct completely by 1960 until it was later revived by Ceretto, Vietti, and Bruno Giacosa. So thankfully, we still have this grape today because of these three folks. And then we ain't finished yet with the facts. We have a really cool little fact that Arnes was called the white Nebbiolo because it was often blended into Barolo for its sweetness. Moving into the vineyard, Arnes, like we know, is a little bit of a pain in the butt in the vineyard. It's sensitive to pests, poor yields, tight bunches with small berries, so that makes it more prone to things like fungus and also pests. Um, and it also loses acidity really fast and oxidizes easily. And it performs the best in Roero's white soils with layers of sand and chalk. So Roero being the place where you find most Arnes, um, it's home. It's also a DOCG. Um, it's not the only place that you will find Arnes grown, but um, Filippo Galino, uh, Lorenzo Lupia's family's winery, uh, makes Roero on Nace, and we'll get into a little bit of that later. Um, and then quickly, a little bit about what our Nace is like in the glass and also its style. So it's pale lemon in color with fresh notes of white peach and pear, white flowers, sweet almond, a bit of citrus. Um, the acidity ranges from low to medium, and its body's a little creamy. Um, and it's often not aged in oak, though, so that, that creaminess is, is coming more from the natural character of the grape. Um, and it's typically dry, fresh, and despite its lower acidity, it's still crisp. And though it's historically vinified sweet, you will find it still dry. Usually, Arnace is usually dry wine. And it pairs really well with fresh cheese, lobster, lupoche, asparagus, brunch anyone? So 
Now, without further ado, let's get into our interview with Lorenzo. Hello, we are at Venezia today with Lorenzo, sorry, of Filippo Galino Winery. Ciao, Lorenzo. Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, you look super young. How old are you? I'm 22 years old, yeah. Bambino! (laughs) I mean, I'm only 27, but like, it's like five years, everything changes so much. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Lorenzo. I was born in Canale in this uh, little family cellar, (laughs) you know? You were born in the cellar? No. (laughs) (laughs) I... I was born in a normal hospital, <laughs> like everyone, but uh, I born in uh, in the wine yard in the on the hills of our cellar. We are uh, we are in Canale. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 awesome. It's super cool. So you were telling me before that this was your grandfather's winery, right? Yes, my grandfather founded this uh, cellar. I'm the fifth g- generation because uh, my grandfather found really the cellar, but his grandfather was doing uh, wine, okay? And uh, nothing, we are so proud of this possibility my family gives to me. It's, uh, I don't know. (laughs) No, but tell us, why do you love wine? Why do you love wine? I love wine because it's a... I don't know. I don't know how to say it. No, in Italian. It's a phrase. It's the maximum expression. You can produce you can produce but in the moment in which you create the wine, you are doing something more, you are giving a value aggiuntivo. And in fact, mi viene da dire il vino è la massima espressione del territorio perché ogni azienda gli dà la sua, diciamo, gli dà il suo. No? Exactly. I'll translate really quickly. Of course, it's uh, really what um, Lorenzo is saying is, of course, you can, you know, grow vegetables, you can grow grapes, you can do all that. But once you create it into wine and find a unique expression that comes from a terroir, it's something so new and so special. And it's so different. Uh, if you think in this uh, hall, we are more than 10,000 uh, different cellar mm-hmm. only in Piedmont. Mm-hmm. But if you taste, you can taste uh, uh, 1,000 different kind of wine mm-hmm. and you drink uh, Barbera, Nebbiolo and Darnese. Mm-hmm. It's the same grapes but 10,000 different expression of, of this, of this, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no you're, it, it, no, you're absolutely right. And I think it's very, very exciting to see someone like you, someone so young doing un- different things because, of course, we know in Piedmont there are younger producers but you think more of the bigger wines, you know, still. So it's really nice to see your winery and a special bottle right here. Like, let's look at this. I love that. So you can't see it, of course, but there's a tractor with a little pirate yeah. flag. Because, What's that about? Uh, my my work is a uh, drive tractor on the vineyard. I'm the vineyard manager. Okay. And uh, we put this um, flag of pirates because uh, this kind of wine is totally different to the standard of our area. And uh, this was born three years ago like a joke, because uh, me and my friends Nicolò uh, loves the orange wine, Mm -hmm. and we decided to try something similar, okay? (laughs) 
and uh, thanks for my uncle who gives us these uh, possibilities. Uh, we created these products and uh, we are so proud of this. We do only a small uh, quantity mm -hmm. of this bottle, but uh, it's something different and uh, I'm so proud of that. <laughs> no, no, it's amazing. And um, so what is in this bottle? What, what's going on with this wine? Uh, this is 100% uh, of Arnaise. The difference is uh, this wine uh, made uh, five days of maturation by the skills. After these uh, five days, uh, we separated only the skins, but it stay on the east since uh, one month ago. Oh, we bottled this wine. We decided to le let the sedimentation because we think it's uh, the wine can age. Age, yes. Continues. It, yes. A continuous evolution mm -hmm. in the yeah. grapes are. It's 100% Arnaise. Okay. Arnaise is our uh, most famous white grapes. And uh, typically it's a fruit, fresh kind of wine. In this uh, expression, it's uh, totally different because after five days of maturation, it tastes uh, so tannic. And uh, we say it's a wine you can drink uh, uh, while you're eating everything. You can eat and drink this wine uh, mm -hmm. in different ways. <laughs> what's your favorite thing to eat with this wine? Or what's your favorite thing to eat <laughs> in I, general? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm part of this wine and I think uh, I'm so proud because uh, it's in part my idea and uh, when I see this bottle it's I don't know, I, I don't say, I can say what I'm feeling, no? Because it's uh, my stupid idea and now I can take this Hold bottle it. on my hand, yeah, and it's crazy. I don't know, I can express this. <laughs> it's always great when you make things real and you can actually see it in yeah. front of you. <laughs> it's crazy. But you skipped my question. What do, you, what do you like to eat with this wine or eat in general? Oh, okay, sorry. No, no worries. We, uh, we think uh, this wine is good when you eat uh, everything, uh, pizza, meat, uh, pasta. But what do you like to eat with this wine? I like eat everything <laughs> with this wine. <laughs> but is there like something... I'm in love in this, with this wine. It's part yeah. of me and I love this wine, but I, I can recommend uh, this wine uh, when you eat everything. So it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. all day, yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. If you like it, yes, of course. So to deviate quickly from wine, just because we all know that we love wine, but you know, it's also your life and what you do it makes part of the wine, right? You said this is part of you. So what is, what do you like to do? Like, like what do you like to do for fun? For? Like, for fun. For fun. Like, what's your life? What's Lorenzo's life like? Uh, most part of my, I spend most part of my life of my work in the vineyard. I'm the vineyard manager. Mm -hmm. I work every day in vineyard mm -hmm. for uh, manage for uh, let the plants grow. No. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I, I love to stay in the nature. It's it's a part of me because. Uh, Yes, produce wine is important, but uh, everything starts in the vineyard, and I think it's the most uh, important part. Absolutely. And, uh... No, I agree. I'm jealous because I've done a few harvests, and I miss, like, 
obviously my nails look all nice right now for Vinitaly, but I miss like having like my dirty hands, like yeah. you know, to show that I've been in the dirt. Yeah, my hand is uh <laughs> No, but it, it shows that like you love the earth, you're in it, you're dedicated. It's you guys who do the real work. Yeah. And it yeah. means so much. And uh I prefer staying in the vineyard mm -hmm. because uh I'm free, I can do everything. <laughs> Here in Besides working in the vineyard, what do you like to do? I like to grow plants in general. Mm -hmm. uh, I do a food garden because I love Ooh. every kind of plants. Not uh, biodynamic, we are not certificated biological, but uh, our... Um, uh, our philosophy is so close to the biological one. Mm -hmm. But the difference is, uh, we think we, we must do everything with the head, okay? Uh, there are a lot of uh, biological farm, uh, farm or seller who makes, I don't know, 24 uh, chemical treatments for here in vineyards. We are a traditional seller. We do the treatments mm -hmm. with chemical products, but uh, in one year I do seven treatments. Mm -hmm. Okay, when uh, the most part of the biological seller do 24 times oh, wow. these things, and I think if you to be biological, you have to I don't know think mm -hmm. of this. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. You have to think before you get. You can uh, do the same yeah. process 24 times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. That was perfect. You answered what it perfectly. I like the biodiversity. Mm -hmm. Our cellar, the most production of our cellar is the wine, mm -hmm. but we produce also hazelnuts. We have. Uh, some fields of grass because we Can have three donkeys, donkeys. yes Things and uh, we have some wood uh, woods mm -hmm. it's correct yeah, like, yeah. Like, because yeah. we believe in biodiversity and uh, nothing <laughs> no but that's no that's perfect and i think that's a big discussion with the future of winemaking you know we have all these trends and symbols yeah. but it really comes down to what you're saying like what you think and like how nature is balanced yeah. and also we're part of nature because we're <laughs> working uh, with the nature and uh, we can't uh, impose our uh, thinking our rules to the nature it's not correct in our era you can see only vineyards and uh, hazelnuts uh, plants but it's not good and uh, of course, our uh, our cellar is a cellar. Our most production is wine. And uh, okay, for sure, you uh, it's better invest, continue to invest in vineyard. But my thing, my my idea is makes a lot of different things, a lot of different uh, cultivation, because we have to uh, conserve. Mm -hmm our territory, yes. our soil. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local food, and taking in the scenery. Now back to the show.
just as we're wrapping up, I just want to clarify for everyone listening where you guys are particularly in Piedmont. So you say Canale, yes. and where is that precisely? Uh, Canale is so close to Cuneo. Okay. It's so close to Cuneo, so close to Alba. Alba is uh, so famous for the Barolo, you know, but Barolo is the same grapes we have. It's Nebbiolo, but uh, changed the area and changed the name. It changed the name. They call uh, Barolo in Barolo area, Barbaresco in Barbaresco area, and we are in Roero. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. In Roero. So, Roero, Arnes, great everyone. Thank you so much, Lorenzo. Thank you too. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> and yeah. Good luck with all the Vinitaly things, and we're so happy to meet you here. Yeah, thank you so much to come here from us, and nothing. <laughs> thank you for your time. Grazie. As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me every Sunday on the Italian Wine Podcast, available anywhere you can get your pods.